The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. Plus, make sure to fill out our listener survey for a chance to win a $100 SGPN gift card. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survey. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Sunday Eh, about 501 on the East Coast here to discuss the Monday games in MLB, the first full week of games in uh, the Major League Baseball. And it's been quite a weekend, but joining me here to help me break it down. You guys know him of uh, the voice here, of course, on the MLB Gambling Podcast and on the NFL Gambling Podcast. It's Dylan Rockford. D-Rock, what's going on, my man? What's going on, Munaf? Good to be with you. Yeah, off to a good start. Mets won their first series of the year, so off to a good start. We're going to uh, Brewers, but other than that, bets going well. Had an off day on Thursday, but we had a good day Friday and a good day on Saturday as well, so we're rolling. Yeah, it's been a pretty good start here um, for myself as well. I know the pod has been uh, up and down for a couple of days, but again, that's what's going to happen when we're still trying to gather some stats and data and things like that for some of these pitchers and all that fun stuff. So um, it's it's a long season. I think that we got to really remind yeah. you know our viewers and our listeners that it, it's baseball season. It's a grind. It's uh, it's 162 games. Seven to eight months daily grind. So, um, you know, there's going to be days where we have great days and there's going to be days where, you know, it's not the cards aren't in our favor. But, you know, we're going to grind it out every single day for you guys, um, or at least at least Monday through um, the Saturday games. At least we always got to give ourselves one day off. Right, Dylan? Oh, yeah. And, you know, I say it's a long season as well. As long as we're winning more than we're losing, we're going to be successful in the long run. So I totally agree. Yep. Um so 15 games on the schedule on the Monday card. Thankfully, 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 Dylan, we have at least a couple of games in at least the lunchtime hour on Monday. And I think it features your Mets, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. They have the first game. Oh, yeah, first game on the schedule. They're going to travel to Milwaukee. So let's just dive right into it, my man. First game on the board, like I mentioned, it is going to be the New York Mets. They are traveling to Milwaukee to take on the Brewers. Currently seeing Carlos Carrasco will be the starting pitcher for the Mets. And Freddie Peralta will get the start for the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Currently, as of Sunday early evening, let me switch my screens here from NBA to MLB. Um... Give me a second. Let me scroll down. All right, here we go. Uh, So I'm seeing the Brewers are a slight home favorite at minus 125, plus 105 on the money line for the Mets. Total is currently sitting at eight with a little bit of juice on the under at minus 120. D-Rog, why don't you lead us off with your Mets with Carlos Carrasco on the mound uh, facing the Brewers, my man. Yeah, I took the under. I got it at the opening line at nine. So money has come in on the under. I made my total 8.4. I don't know about the eight now, but, you know, these both of these clubs have played a lot of unders right now. Mets, they've gone under in every game so far this season. And so uh, the Brewers haven't. They they went over the one game. But, you know, I said during the NL Central preview that I'd be taking a lot of unders with this Brewer team. They played a lot and they just they're having trouble scoring runs. Christian Yelich has one hit at six at bats. He struck out four times. Tell us he's had six strikeouts and seven at bats. So, you know, the, this lineup won't blow anyone out of the water offensively. The Mets really haven't blown anyone open either offensively, just about 14, 15 runs in three games. So, you know, I think both clubs have a good enough pitching to keep this low scoring game. I got under nine. It's at eight right now. So I would, uh, caution on that as for the side i did make the brewers a minus 130 favorite so i do like them here at home i'm not the biggest cookie carrasco fan as well so that's how i'm gonna play it 
Yeah, I can't argue against you. I mean, it's it's the same story with the Brewers every single year, right? They have the great pitching, but it's just they don't have the hitters. Um, and I don't know what's happened to Christian Yelich since he's won the MVP. I know last year it, it was a uh, there was times where he looked good for the Brewers, but you got to put it together. You can't, especially in baseball, you can't rely on one guy to provide all your offense for you. Um, and I think that's where they kind of are right now. Um, so I agree with you. I'm going to go with the Brewers here as well. But the better pitching, um, like you mentioned, I, I really can't. And there's been, again, spots where Carrasco looks good, and then there's times where he doesn't look very good. But Brewers at home, I think with Freddie Peralta, I really do like the uh, the Brewers here. So I'm with you at minus 125. Uh, anything else for this game? No, that's all I would say. And I just don't know if Christian Yelich is ever going to be the same. We we de- He dealt with those back spasms for about a year now, and he says he's all right. I just, I, I don't know. It's hard to see. He just doesn't look the same when he's up at bats. It's It sucks to see because Christian Yelich was a really good player at one point. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I mentioned you. He's won the MVP, and hopefully, you know, he's he gets back to the guy that we saw during the MVP season, right? Because they are going to need him uh, to you know, provide that, get, yeah. get on base and, and provide that power and, and score runs and, and drive in runs as well. So uh, hopefully you can bounce back here. So I'm with you on the Brewers here as well. Uh, let's get over to the next game of the afternoon. It is going to be a 210 Eastern start tomorrow between the San Francisco Giants. They are traveling from the Bronx. They are going to go to the south side of Chicago to take on the White Sox. Currently seeing uh, a starting pitching matchup between Anthony Dis- Anthony Discalfani and Michael Kopech is going to get the start here for the uh, Chicago White Sox. Uh, Money line plus 110 for the Giants, minus 130 for the home favorite, the Chicago White Sox. Total is sitting at eight with a little bit of big towards the over. Um, D Rock, lead us off here with uh, Kopech versus uh, Discofani. Yeah, I like the White Sox here on the money line coming home after playing a, you know, a tough series against the Astros on the road. I like the spot for them. I made them a minus 145 favorite. We just don't know what to expect from Anthony Discofani, you know, coming off that injury. The few games that he did pitch last season, he was just awful on the road. So before I back him, I, I got to see it. I got to see some stuff that I like before I back him. Now, on the other hand, Michael Kopex, he was great at home last season. And I like the way he closed out the season in 2022. So I like the South side here. I think they have the better lineup than the Giants and the Giants. They struggled on the road last season. So I think it continues. I think the White Sox are a sneaky good team. So I'll take the South side here at minus 130. Yeah, Kopech last season, despite the record being two and five, he did have a 3.01 ERA compared to what he was on the road last season, a 4.25 number, right? So um, I really do like what I've, uh, I think that Kopech, I know Noah was high on him last year. Uh, Hopefully he can be that guy for this rotation. Uh, uh, kind of rounding it out for them. You know, we talked about Giolito, Lance Lynn, uh, Dylan Cease, who looked really good in his first start against the Astros. And now going against the Giants team that they were able to put up some runs uh, against the uh, Yankees over the weekend series here. But like I mentioned, this is just a good spot right now for um, the White Sox. So I, I agree with you as well. And like you mentioned with, with Discofani, you know, the injuries that he's dealt with and just not sure what you're going to get from him, right? So I think you got to go with the 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 more rounded pitcher, especially in a home spot uh, for the White Sox. So I agree with you on that money line for the White Sox at currently priced is at minus 130. Um, John, before we continue the conversation here, let me tell everyone about our presenting sponsor. That is going to be WinBet. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And during WinBet Win Hour marquee games of the week, we'll have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. The national championship is on Monday night. Uh, so many ways to get uh, in on the big dance. So sign up today to receive a special offer, bet 100 and get 100. Limited state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the longest, uh, biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sports. Uh, sorry, head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offers of a change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 years or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. 
a couple guys in the chat here as usual captain insano join us and also uh dylan in the uh group uh, sorry the youtube chat as well thanks for joining us guys if you haven't already smashed that like button for us uh as you're watching um on the live stream and if you haven't already subscribed uh to the mlb gambling podcast really really helps us out uh all right d rock let's get over to the next game of the night or the uh afternoon i should say it is going to be I don't think I have this right. Do the Cubs and Reds playing tomorrow is not till Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I got lines too. So you do have lines? Yeah, I see. They j- literally just posted. So right now you got the Cubs minus one thirty, Reds, home puppies at plus one ten. Eight is the total. Okay, so we have Drew Smiley and I'm guessing it's Chase Overton. Or Overton, Connor yes. Overton. Connor Overton. Yeah, I knew it was one of those two names. All right, so Drew Smiley is going to be the starting pitcher for the Cubbies. Uh, and then we have Connor Overton uh, for the Cincinnati Reds. This is going to be a travel spot. I think that's the first thing that I should mention for the Cubbies. Uh, they are currently still in a battle with the Brewers. They look like they're going to uh, drop this last game against the Brewers. They are down 9-5 to five right now. So they're going to be traveling to Cincinnati, where Cincinnati is at home um, for their opening series and that was against the uh poopy pirates um i want to say they did get the victory didn't they uh dylan yeah 3-1 yeah, reds victory did. yeah so they're gonna welcome the cubbies to town um why don't you lead us off with this one as well my man if you have anything on this game yeah only real play i had is i did make the reds a short minus 110 favorite like you mentioned because of the travel spot they're not really playing that well right now the cubs are down to the uh, bottom of the ninth so getting now hit right now i did set my total short 7.9 we have 15 mile an hour winds blowing in it's going to be heavy rain in cincinnati as well so the only way i would play it is either the under or make the or play the home puppy with the reds at uh, plus money because i did make them a short favorite yeah, Drew Smiley the last season, uh, seven and eight, three point four seven ERA uh, on the road. His ERA was inflated uh, compared to where he pitched um, at Wrigley Field last season. Four point two three on the road with a two point compared to two point four two at home last year. Uh, and against the Cincinnati Reds, he was actually pretty good. He was two and zero with a two point six three ERA. Um, and again, I want to say that the let me see if I can pull this up that the Reds did struggle against left-handed pitching last year, but um let me see here if I can pull up on fan graphs. Um so WRC plus, you guys know I like looking at that stat. Uh the Cincinnati Reds were number 21. Um uh, they did strike out at a 24.2% clip against left-handed pitching, which was the sixth most last season so if you want to look at some drew smiley um props against uh the reds let me see how we did last season in that spot uh so last year three starts he had five strikeouts nine strikeouts and two strikeouts like i mentioned he was two and oh against the cubbies uh sorry yeah against the reds last year Connor Overton last season um let's see here he finished with a record of uh one and oh last year 2.73 i feel like he was dealing with some injuries yeah he did he missed the month of let's see mid-may to around uh mid-september is when they kind of brought him back he did have a start last season against the cubs in his last start of the regular season where he did go five and two-thirds innings pitched he only gave up two hits to the uh cubbies in that spot he did have three strikeouts so um i think i do like the cub sorry the under with you in this game and again, a travel spot as well for the Cubs. So I think that's something I want to keep an eye on from teams that are traveling uh, on a getaway day from Sunday to a Monday, see how they do in those first games um, on that Monday spot. So Reds for me and under in this game as well with T-Rock. Uh, all right, Dylan, let's get over to the next game of the night. It is going to be the Minnesota Twins. They are going to head down to South Beach to take on the Miami Marlins. The opening pitchers for this game uh, is going to be Tyler Molly and Johnny Cueto for the Miami Marlins. I'm currently seeing uh, the Twins are a slight favorite here. At minus 125, um, plus 105 for the home puppy here, the Miami Marlins. 
D Rock, what do you got for this game? Twins and Marlins. Yeah, uh, got the opening number under eight and a half again. So money has come in on the under, but I still like it under seven and a half. I made my total 7.3. So you got two games with the twins. They played both ended in two nothing. You know, their lineup isn't going to blow you away. They only have two players on the twins who have been hitting Brunson and Vasquez. Other than that, this whole lineup has been struggling. The Marlins haven't been scoring a ton of runs either. They've only scored more than two runs twice in all four games against the Mets, and every game went under between the Mets and the Marlins. And, you know, Tyler Molly isn't a bad pitcher either. He was decent last year when coming over from Cincinnati, and I'm a big Johnny Cueto fan. He had success against the Twins last season as well. I think he'll be able to limit this Marlins lineup. Uh, Maybe not Arias because that guy – Nine for 15. <laughs> that man is a hit. He literally hit everything against us. He's a hitting machine, but I like the under and whatever Arias's hit prop is. I take a look at that. That man, where if it's up, if it's down, if it's to the side, he's going to go out and get it. That man, I, I don't want to compare him to Tony Gwynn, but man, that guy is really fucking good. Yeah. Um, you know, Molly was a pitcher that we talked a lot about that uh, for whatever reason did really good on the road. Um, you take a look at his splits last season, and this is again both with the Reds and the Twins last year. Um, two and five at home, four point seven one ERA, and on the road he was four and three with a three point nine four ERA. So, um, I, I do like the spot here for uh, the Twins. They looked pretty impressive on Sunday against the Royals, um, and Tyler Molly at. Uh, sorry, in night games, six and one last season with a 3.58 ERA. So um, he did face the Marlins last year in one start, seven shutout innings. He did allow four hits, two earned runs in that spot, uh, six strikeouts. I'm going to go with the Twins here uh, at, at this price. I know Johnny Cueto has really been a journeyman uh, over the past couple of seasons for uh, the team that he has pitched for. He was with the White Sox last year. He had time again with the Giants. Um, and last season, he was a guy at home that had a higher ERA, 3.83 when he was with the uh, with the White Sox last year. Did fall off a little bit after the All-Star break. Uh, Pre-All-Star break last year, 4-4 four and four with a 2.0, uh, 2.80 ERA. In the post-All-Star break, he was only 4-6 and six with a 3.84 ERA. So he's almost given up an average of one more earned run. Um, in the All Star, or sorry, after the All Star break last season, and also worth noting, last year against the National League, zero and three with a seven point six four ERA against the AL last season, he was really good, eight and seven with a two point eight two ERA. Did face the Twins last year four times, two and one with a four point zero one ERA. Just want to quickly check how we did against those uh, the, the Twinkies last year. In 2022, let me filter that down. So last season, uh, let me take off this exact stats. So yeah, so two and one with a 4.01 ERA. Did have 19 strikeouts and four appearances against them. So he is prone to giving up some runs. He did have one bad start against the Twins last year at six earned runs, but other than that, he was really solid against them. So. I, I think I like the under in this game here, uh, Bill, and didn't really have a, a side that I really did like. Um, I mean, if I if you made me pick, I would probably go with the home puppy here with the Marlins, but I definitely do yeah. like the under in this game for uh, the Marlins and the Twins. Anything else for this game? Yeah, a gun to my head, I think the under is the play just because I don't. I like Tyler Molly, but you know what? I only made the Twins a minus 105 favorite, and – the Marlins could be sneaky at home. If their bats do get going, they could give people some problems. So maybe you want to take a first five plus a half. But if you want to take a side, I would lean with the puppy as well. Yep. Uh, all right. Before we get into the nightcap here, let me tell everyone about Sword Vitality. Self-control is cool. Self-care is manly. Be proud of taking care of yourself. 40% of men are uh, affected uh, at the age of 40, and nearly 70% of men are affected at the age of 70. Stop buying those highly suspect pills at the gas stations. No more hiding that little blue pill in your sock drawer. And your you manscape, 
Do you also take care of the plumbing? Well, Sword Vitality helps increase your blood flow in ways that you uh, that helps you thrive as a man. It's time to become a Sword Vitality man. If you aren't experiencing or ex- erections in the morning, talking about Sword Vitality should be as comfortable as us as anything else men talking to their partners about like to hiking you like watching football you use sword vitality it's got to come off the tongue really easily and look it is a problem for a lot of men like i mentioned uh by the age of 70 70 men 70 percent of men are affected but the three main benefits with sword vitality they increase your blood flow in many ways that help you thrive as a man in the bedroom sword vitality can help increase your stamina as well and you don't have to hide it you can be proud of it so Unsheath your sword by visiting swordvitality.com and use promo code SGPN for a nice discount at checkout. Again, that's swordvitality.com using promo code SGPN. All right, Dylan, let's get into the nightcap of the games we have. The next game on the board, we got the Philadelphia Phillies. They are going to be headed to the Bronx. To take on the New York Yankees, I'm currently seeing the listed pitchers for this game are going to be Nestor Cortez for the home team, the New York Yankees. And we have uh, one of your former pitchers, uh, Taiwan Walker. He's going to get the start for the uh, Philadelphia Phillies uh, in this game. Last season, Cortez was absolutely phenomenal for the Yankees. Uh, he was 6-1 and one at home with a 1.95 ERA. Phillies last season were number six in WRC plus against left-handed pitching. So that'll be something interesting to see uh, for the Phillies in this game against Nestor Cortez. But uh, Taiwan Walker last year, two and three with a 4.07 ERA in his lifetime against the Yankees. But I think the one thing that really stood out to me, Dylan, about Taiwan Walker was that in day games last year, six and one with a 1.64 ERA last season uh, in night games. He also had a record of six and four, but the ERA ballooned almost 300% to 4.81. We saw what the the Yankees were able to do um, this weekend against the San Francisco Giants. We saw the monster home run by Stanton on Sunday. Aaron Judge is looking like he picked up right where he left off. I just like Nestor Cortez in the spot uh, for the New York Yankees. It is currently at a price of uh let me see here minus 155 for the yankees plus 135 for the phillies um the total is at seven and a half but i do like nestor cortez in the spot like i mentioned he was just so good at home last year in yankee stadium for the yankees and that that the 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 discrepancy i guess we can say between walker's day starts and home or sorry night starts kind of really jumped off the page here for me so at minus 155 i do like the yankees on the money line you like anything in this game yeah, I'd lean over in this one, um, but nothing official. Uh, I made my total 8.1. Uh, I trust the Yankees' bats. You know, Philly's pitching, it looks like it's in midseason form already with the amount of contact they've given up with the Rangers. So, you know, it is a hitter's ballpark, so it's a perfect place for and over. And Taiwan Walker hasn't had the best success against the Yankees. So I do like the over, and I did make the Yankees a minus 147 favorite. So... I, I like it's a little high, but I think they could get on uh, Taiwan Walker early. So maybe a first five minus a half is that minus 110 if you want to get the juice down a little bit. But like that, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I like the Yankees here as well. Yeah, I'll probably look at a Yankees team total in the first five as well um, in this game if you want to if you want to look at that. So, um, yeah, definitely Yankees first five, uh, Yankees full game uh, first five as well uh, in this game against the Phillies. Uh, and again, also keep in mind the Phillies are playing on Sunday night, so it's going to be a, a, a travel situation from them as well, going from the Arlington, Texas we area. Used to, up, uh, up to off last year, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Last no, year no, we love we love to fade uh, the traveling team who plays on Sunday night baseball. So yeah. that is key. Yeah, I think that's something I, I really want. I'm going to create a log and, and write that down. So I think the Phillies are going to be the, are, are they going to be the first uh, team from that Sunday night football game having to play on Monday on the road. So again, definitely keep that in mind. So I would probably jump if you do like the Yankees. I probably want to jump on them early here. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, like we mentioned, just because the Phillies are playing on Sunday night and traveling to the Bronx. Uh, all right, next game on the board we have the. Tampa Bay Rays, they are going to be headed to the, headed to the national uh, nation's capital. I'm sorry, 705 Eastern start. 
Currently seeing Drew Rasmussen is going to get the start here for the Tampa Bay Rays. Trevor Williams on the mound uh, for the Washington Nationals. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, I am seeing the Rays are a minus 180 road favorite here, plus 155 on the money line for the home puppy, the Washington Nationals. Total open up at eight. Um, Rays looked really good. I mean, it was against yeah. the Tigers. But the Tigers just weren't able to score very many runs this weekend against the uh, pitching of the Rays here. Why don't you take us to the uh, Rays and the Nationals here, Dylan? Anything that you like in this game? Yeah, let's just keep fading the Nationals. You know, they looked really bad in their series. They did win. They did win today. But most of the time, they did look bad against the Braves, who the Braves are a really good team. But the Rays are a good team as well. You know, I I think the Nationals, they're going to struggle to score runs against the Rays pitching staff, who they've been lights out so far. And I know it was against the Tigers, but still, they're major leaguers at the end of the day. Uh, The Nationals, they only had up until – so they had seven total uh, runs in three games. And I just feel like a blowout might happen right now so i was willing to lay minus 110 on the run line but i got the opening line at plus 120 i'm still seeing plus 105s plus 110s out there so shop around but i couldn't turn away plus uh money price fading the national so i'm gonna take the raise here on the run line yeah i mean uh, once they do get tyler glass now back for this raise uh rotation um, man, I, I i think arguably if not they probably are the number one pitching rotation yeah in, in all of majors, I think. I mean, we, we really saw that on display this week. And I know they, they are facing two bad opponents to start the season here, uh, Dylan. But um, I think these are the opportunities that we got to take advantage, especially early in the season where maybe the bookmakers aren't going to catch up, giving us a plus price on that run line. So I agree with you. Um, maybe you want to look at Rasmussen on the strikeout market as well. Um I know he's not a huge strikeout guy, but against when you're going up against the Nationals and some of these poorest teams, uh, I'll dig more into that and maybe tweet that out for Rasmussen because I did cash in on um, these race pitchers and their and their strikeout props this weekend. So yeah, run line here as well for me uh, on the race. Again, just continue fading these bad teams. It is a travel spot for the race, but again, I, I'm going to make the assumption that maybe some of these pitchers were already in uh yeah. the nation's capital um no reason for them to be there to probably give them a head start there but yeah all right uh let's get over to the next game on the schedule here for monday it is going to be the pittsburgh pirates they are I believe headed to fenway park if i'm not mistaken yep, yep. 710 eastern saw you have johan avedo who is going to be starting for the Pirates. And Cutter Crawford gets a start for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, This line opened up in favor of the Boston Red Sox at a price of minus 175, uh, plus 150 on the money line for the Pirates. Total is currently sitting at 9.5 with a little bit of big towards the under at minus 120. Red Sox are a team, I think that we probably discovered this early, that are going to be a team that you probably want to look at betting on their overs um, this season. I mean, you take a look at what they were able to do offensively against the Baltimore Orioles in their opening week uh, uh, for their series to open up this season. They scored nine runs, I believe, exactly in all three games, if I'm not mistaken, against the (laughs) Orioles. But they also gave up uh, 5, 8, and 10. So uh, I know the Orioles are probably a better or are a better offense than the, uh, the of the Pirates. But I can't ignore the fact of what the offensive output was for the uh, Boston Red Sox this season, uh, Dylan. So uh, anything for this game between the Pirates and the Red Sox with uh, Avedo and Crawford on the mound? Yeah, you got to lean over nine and a half, especially <laughs> since you're getting plus money here. You know, I think the Red Sox might be the best over team this season so far. They have a decent lineup, but their pitching is just it's just bad. You know, Boston, yeah. they've gone over this number in all three starts. Uh, we got wind blowing out as well. I think that could help. And the Pirates, they've been able to score runs. I know it was against the Reds, but they are going to be a little better this season with this lineup and the additions that they made. I think they could get a, a few runs themselves. So, at plus money over nine and a half, the way these Red Sox games have been going, I'll take that. I set my total at ten point two, so I, I do like the over. Yeah, Vado last season um, wasn't too bad, but he is prone to walking batters. So if you want to take a look at a uh, walk prop for him tomorrow, 
Um, I mean, there are spots where in the month of September last year, and I'm just going to quickly read these off in five games in a row. These are his walks three, five, two, four, zero, two. So if that number comes out anywhere at two and a half, I'm going to take the over on his uh, walk prop here tomorrow. But yeah, I think you got to lean over, especially what we talked about, how good this offense is going to be for the Red Sox. Um, Look at a team total possibly for the Red Sox and maybe a first five team total in this game here as well. Uh, Anything else for this game? Yeah, I'm good. No. All right, let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the Toronto Blue Jays. They are going to be headed to Kansas City to take on the Royals. Uh, They are going to be traveling from St. Louis to Kansas City. So that's going to be, and again, a travel travel spot here. But looking at the opening lines uh, for this game, or let me tell you the pitchers here first for this game. We have the, for the... Give me a second here. The Blue Jays. I see Kikuchi is going to get the start here for uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. No, I'm sorry. I see Jose Barrios. Is that what you see for tomorrow? Yeah, I got Barrios. Yeah. Okay, there we go. And then Brady Singer is on the mound for the Royals. Uh, Looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing that the Blue Jays are a... My screen goes blank. You have the lines there in front of you, Dylan? Yeah, uh, Blue Jays minus 135 favorite, uh, Royals plus 115, and then you got over under eight and a half juice towards the over. Uh, all right, so why don't you lead us off with this game if you have anything? Yeah, give me the home puppy. You know, I actually made the Royals a short favorite here at home at minus 105. Uh, Toronto, they haven't started the season the way they wanted to. They've just been getting smacked around. And yeah, it was against a good Cardinal team, but they're not scoring the, a ton of runs either. And Singer was outstanding at home last season. He has a win against the Blue Jays. Getting, I got plus 120. I see plus 115s out there. Regardless, any plus money, I made the Royals a favorite. So I'll take that. I think they have a chance. And there's no way Barrio should be this big of a favorite on the road. I don't care if it's the Blue Jays or the uh, – I don't care if it's the Royals or the Nationals. So I, I'm going to take the Royals here at home, plus 120, plus 115, whatever you could get. Yeah, I think for me, I agree about the Royals here as well because you take a look at what Jose Berrios last season on the road, he was just so bad. I mean, 5-5 and record with a 6.36 ERA last year on the road. I know he does have some familiarity with the Kansas City Royals because he was with the Minnesota Twins before he went over to the Toronto Blue Jays. He did have one start last year against the Royals where he did go six and a third inning and did allow seven hits and two earned runs in that spot. He did have seven strikeouts. But I'm, I'm trying to look it up historically how he's done against the Royals in his career. So he is six and four with a 4.45 ERA in 19 appearances against the Royals. And this dates all the way back to the 2016 season. So let me filter this down to over the last three seasons since 2020. Three and two, but the ERA is still high at 4.81. 38 strikeouts in that span. Maybe look for a st- strikeout prop because he, in those um, six games against the Royals, he did have seven or more strikeouts in four of those six games. But he also talked about, I think Brady Singer is probably the best arm in this rotation. Yeah. For the Kansas City Royals last year, 10 and 5 with a 3.23 ERA um, at home last year for Brady Singer. He was 8 and 2 with a 2.76 ERA. So definitely a, a pitcher that you want to back at home uh, against the Jays in his career. Um, I don't think he's had a start, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check that. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. He did have a start in 2021, six innings, two hits allowed, no earned runs. And then last year, five innings, he did allow eight hits, three earned runs, two home runs, but the uh, Royals were able to win that game in an eight to four victory. So I agree with you here, man. I like the Royals here with Brady Singer on the mound. Uh, he's just been outstanding for this Royals team, especially at home. Uh, you have anything else for this game? No, I just I agree with Insano in the chat. You know, I just can't get behind Barrios where he could just blow up at any time. I, I really don't trust him. I trust a better pitcher who I think is Singer. So I agree. I think I'm going to take the Royals here at home as a home puppy. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a great point, especially if he's on the road, right? I mean, we've yeah. seen how bad uh, he has been over the past several seasons on the road. So definitely going to continue to fade him in that spot. Uh, all right, let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the maybe the series of the okay. of the early week here. We've got the Atlanta Braves. They're going to be headed to St. Louis to take on the Cardinals. Uh, looking at the probable pitchers for this game, I'm seeing Uncle Charlie Morton. He is going to be on the mound for the Atlanta Braves. And then Jake uh, Woodford is going to be on the mound for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, looking at the lines for this game, I am currently seeing that the Braves are a minus 120 road favorite here. Cardinals, even money on the money line. Total is at eight with a little bit of vig towards the over at minus 120. Um, Charlie Morton, last year, we've kind of been the theme uh, so far on this episode. It's about pitchers being really bad on the road. And Charlie Morton is one of those pitchers last season, three and five with a 5.72 ERA uh, on the road, six and one with 3.05 ERA at home in Atlanta last year. In night games, he... He was seven with a 4.39 ERA, but he has really struggled in his career against the Cardinals. Three and 12 with a 5.33 ERA. And in St. Louis, he's just one and five with a 5.85 ERA. Uh, last season against the Cardinals, he did pitch five innings, gave up five hits in that game, he allowed four earned runs. Two of those five hits that he did give up uh, to the Cardinals were home runs, and he also had three walks in that game. I think Jake Woodford was a guy that came out of the bullpen last year for the Cardinals, mm-hmm. so the numbers aren't very overwhelming for him. But I think this is a game where I do like the Cardinals to have more success, uh, continue to have their success, I should say, against the Atlanta Braves pitcher Charlie Morton here because, like I mentioned, he's been so bad against his Cardinals team all throughout his career, and especially in St. Louis. So... I'm going to take the home puppy here. It's at an even money price. Definitely shop around. Maybe you can find some plus money odds uh, on the St. Louis Cardinals tomorrow. Also like your team total over, whether that's full game that you find or even the first five innings against Charlie Morton. So I think the offense should have some success. They did have some success over this weekend against the Toronto Blue Jays here, Dylan. So I do like the uh, St. Louis Cardinals on the money line. Also like their team total in this game. Uh, you have yeah, this game that you like. Yeah, I agree. I think this is going to be the best series to open the week. Um, it was a tricky one for me. I didn't get to the window with anything. I did make the Braves a minus one fifteen favorite, so maybe a wait and see where the money comes in. But it could be a nice bounce back spot for the Braves. They did just lose to the Nationals, but it's hard to go against this Cardinal lineup who have been raking. So it's a tough game. I kind of just want to sit back and enjoy and watch and learn some things, but uh, yeah, I would lean over. Maybe I set my total at 8.4. So if we get an eight, I I like the over, but other than that, I think I'm just going to watch and enjoy this one. Yeah. I mean, like you mentioned the St. Louis Cardinals offense this weekend, uh, they put up, let me see the exact numbers. I know they got nine runs against um, Chris Bassett on Sunday. They put up four runs on Saturday in their opening game against the Blue Jays, where they did take a loss. They put up uh, another nine runs. So, yeah, like you mentioned, the offense has been clicking for the um, St. Louis Cardinals in this game. So I'm going to back the offense here, like the team total in this game uh, for the Cardinals. Uh, all right, let's get over to the next game of the night. It is going to be the Baltimore Orioles. They are traveling to Arlington to take on the Texas Rangers. This is going to be an 805 Eastern start. Currently seeing the starting pitcher for the Baltimore Orioles is going to be Kyle Bradish, and then for the home team, John Gray for the Texas Rangers. Uh, looking at the opening lines for this game, I'm currently seeing that the Texas Rangers are a minus 140 favorite, plus 120 on the money line for the Baltimore Orioles. Total is at eight and a half um, at minus 110. Um, talked about the another situation where the Orioles are traveling from Fenway Park and Boston now to Arlington. Uh, but Kyle Bradish last year here, Dylan, uh, four and seven with a four point nine zero ERA. He was just one and five in Camden Yards with a five point zero zero ERA. The winning he did have a winning record on the road at three and two, but he did have a four point seven seven ERA uh, at uh, sorry on the road. 
Uh, during the day, he was 0-3 with a 3.98 ERA, but at night, 4-4 with a 5.23 ERA. So keep that in mind if you are going to be uh, backing Kyle Bash uh, here. He did face the um, Rangers last year where he did go five innings, did allow three hits, uh, but only a one earned run, did have three walks in that game as well. John Gray is going to be on the mound uh, for the Rangers here. He is... Um, Sorry, last season, 7-7 seven and seven with a 3.96 ERA for the Rangers. At home last year, he was 4-1 with a 3.35 ERA, so really good at home uh, in Global Life Field there for the Rangers. He did face the Baltimore Orioles last year where he got abs- he got blown up in a one-and-one-third innings pitched, allowed four hits, three earned runs, uh, four runs overall, gave up a home run, um, I also had a walk and only three strikeouts in that span. So he did struggle against the uh, Baltimore Orioles in that game. I kind of like the over in this game. Uh, it's currently at eight and a half. We saw what the Baltimore Orioles uh, offense was able to do against the uh, Red Sox. And again, Texas Rangers offense as well. Uh, we're able to put up some runs here in this, or sorry, in their opening weekend series um, against the Philadelphia Phillies. So eight and a half. I, I like the over in this game. Couldn't bring myself to a side here, uh, Dylan, but did you have anything as far as side or toll in this game? Yeah. Taking the Rangers here at home to keep it rolling. You know, a, a lot of people were sleeping on the Rangers to begin the season and, and I was one of them, but their lineup is legit, you know, 27 runs in two games and we've yet to see them play tonight. The, the Orioles, they don't have a good pitching staff. They've given up 18 runs in two games plus six seven more today so over 25 runs it's just it's just not how you want to start the season and now you're going up against the hottest lineup in the league just don't think this is a good spot for the orioles who have to travel to texas like you said i'm not the biggest fan of kyle bradish either i think he could get lit up i agree with the total i made it 8.8 so i like the total and i made the rangers a minus 145 favorite i don't want to Lay too much juice with John Gray. I got him at the opening line at minus 130. So no problem taking the Rangers straight up here, but it is getting up there in price. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, do you, we talk about the, uh, I think a, a side note here. If you do like a side, do you have a, a I guess a, a price limit for yourself that, hey, more than like a minus 160, I'm not going to lay it or yes. a minus one, whatever your number is. Yeah, so on the money line, the most I would lay is a minus 140, minus 145. Other than that, okay. I'll just add it in a parlay. And if I do do money line parlays, it's it has to be only two legs. I I, I can't do more yeah. than three legs. It's, it's just it's not profitable long term. Yeah, it makes sense. That makes sense for sure. Uh, all right, I was just curious. All right, let's get over to the next game of the night. We have. Unless I was Malcolm and I had a lot of money, then I'd be laying a lot more juice. Yeah, that's just a whole different uh, podcast <laughs> yeah. we would have to have because the guy lives in a mansion. But uh, let's get over to the Detroit Tigers. They are coming down here to Houston to take on the uh, Astros. Uh, another travel spot for the uh, Detroit Tigers. Like we talked about, they were playing the um Tampa Bay race this weekend. Now they're going to travel here to Houston. Uh, it's going to be another 8-10 Eastern start between these two teams. Matthew Boyd is on the mound for the Detroit Tigers, and Hunter Brown is going to get the start here for the Houston Astros. Currently, I'm seeing Hunter Brown is a minus 245 favorite, plus 205 for the Detroit Tigers. Total is at 8.5. Um, Matthew Boyd... If, he was in the system for the, I believe, the Tigers early on in his career. So he's just been there for a while. But last season, I think he was battling injury and didn't have a lot of uh, innings under his belt last year. Um, he was 2-0 and with a 1.35 ERA, pitched a total of 13 and one-third inning last year. Um, and that was towards, I want to say that was towards the end of the year. I'm trying to pull up his game log from last year. Yeah, so he did come back. Uh, really was a guy that was coming out of the bullpen for them last year. He did pitch from September 1st all the way to the end of the year for the um, Detroit Tigers. We did see Hunter Brown last year get called up and 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 be a player um, that could have potential to join this rotation. And now he is going to get the start here for the Houston Astros. 2-0 last year with a .89 ERA. And last season, there were comparisons of him being compared to Verlander 2.0. 
Um, I know we did back him last year in a couple spots where he did get the start for the Astros. He did start two games in, in September for the Astros. Um, and he looked really good in those spots. He faced the Rangers where he did go six shutout innings in another start against the Tigers. He did go six innings and allowed two earned runs in that spot to the Tigers. So he's fairly familiar with this lineup. Um, I'm not completely sure I can lay a that big of a price with Hunter Brown uh, on the money line. If you want to look at the run line here, minus one and a half for the Astros, because I think we I feel like we said this last season, uh, Dylan, that if you want to back teams like the Yankees, the Astros, the Dodgers, those teams that are going to have the heavy tax on them. You probably just want to look at their run line, and I'm seeing a minus one and a half, minus one twenty run line here. But I think my more favorite play here, Dylan, in this game is going to be the under eight and a half. I think we can probably see a pitcher's duel here between these two squads. Tigers, we saw over the weekend that weren't able to score very, very many runs against a a rotation of the Rays. Um, so I, I think an under spot for me here at under eight and a half. What do you like in this game? I'm even seeing a first five under at five and a half at minus 160. It's a little chalky, but I like that as well. I, I agree with the under eight and a half. Uh, seems about right. I made my total 8.3, but uh, I, I couldn't get down on a side. I obviously made Houston uh, a favorite. I got them. I minus 230. I made them, but maybe add Houston in one of your money line parlays. I think they should win against a bad Tigers team, but a little high, even first five minus a half is at minus 150, a little chalky, but yeah, Houston in a money line parlay or the under, I did make it 8.3. So those are the only ways I'd play this game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, let's get over to the next game of the night. Um, did not see a pitcher listed for the Angels. Let me double check that. But I did see uh, George Kirby is going to get the start for the Angels on Monday night. Um, actually, yeah, I do Reed see Reed Detmers now. Is that what you see? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, 940 Eastern start, Angels and the Mariners. Angels are going to be traveling to Seattle. Reed Detmers is going to be on the mound for the Angels, and George Kirby is going to be on the mound for the Mariners. I currently do see lines of uh, minus 140 favorites for the Seattle Mariners and plus 120 on the money line for the LA Angels. Um, I'll start with Kirby here because I do have notes on him. Last season, 8 and 5 with a 3.39 ERA for the Mariners at home last year. He was uh, 3 and 3 with a 3.28 ERA. So he was pretty consistent as far as pitching at home and on the road. Uh, against the Angels, he is 2 and 2 with a 3.04 ERA. He's had at least six strikeouts against uh, the Angels in all four starts last year. Um, it, uh, I'm sorry, against the Angels, I'm trying to say six, and then he had a strikeout game of eight, seven, and eight, so maybe a strikeout prop here. I know a lot of people are high on Reed Detmers coming into this year, and again, they are going to have to rely on him as a, as a pitcher in this rotation because we talked about time and time again how this pitching rotation has just not been very good for the Angels, especially their bullpen. But last season, Reed Dedmers, 7-6 and six with a 3.77 ERA on the road last year where he did get into a little bit of trouble with a record of 3-3 three and three with a 4.47 ERA in night games last year, 4-5 and five with a 4.16 ERA. Um, I believe he did face the Seattle Mariners twice last year, and he was actually really good against them uh, in those two games. Um so last year, he went seven innings, allowed one earned run and six hits. That was on August 6th. And then on September 18th, at the tail end of the last year, six uh, innings and only allowed one earned run in that game. So really good success against this Mariners team. Um, I do like the under in this game as well. It's at seven and a half right now with minus 120. I would lean with actually the angels here in this game but i think my more favorite play is the under seven and a half at minus 120 between the angels and mariners here dylan what do you like for this game yeah i don't mind taking the mariners here at home i did make them a minus 150 favorite uh i i love george kirby i think he's going to be really good down the road and i'm on the contrary and i'm not a big reed demers fan at all he wasn't a guy you wanted to back on the road either last season so you know, I, I think the Mariners could get to him early. Their lineup seems to be picking it up, especially here today. They're winning 5-4 against the Guardians. But, uh, you know, I, I lean Mariners here at home, but it depends on the price. It 
also is getting up there for me as well. So lean there. And I do agree with uh, you said the under, right? I did say the under. Yes, sir. Yeah, I made my total 7.3. So I do agree on the under. Yeah, love it. Uh, all right, let's get over to the next game of the night. The Cleveland Guardians, they are headed to Oakland to take on the Oakland A's. Uh, looking at the lines, or sorry, let me see the starting pitchers for this game. I am currently seeing Zach Plesak is going to get the start for the Cleveland Guardians, and then James Caprillion is going to get the start for the Oakland A's. Currently seeing a money line price of minus 165 for the Cleveland Guardians and plus 140 for the Oakland A's as a home puppy. Um, I'll let you leave this one off, man. Do you have anything that you like for this game between Plezak and Caprillion? Yeah, not much. I lean with the home dog, though. I only made the Guardians a minus 140 favorite. I'm not the biggest Zach Plesic fan, and I just think the number's too big. I'm just strictly going to bet the number. I, I made uh, the Guardians, like I said, only a minus 140. We got there with the A's at a plus 140. Nothing official. I want to see how the market moves, and if we get more public money on the Guardians, maybe we could get a better number with the A's at home. But I, I lean the A's here, and as for the total, I made my total uh, 7.1, so lean under here. Yeah, I mean, you look at like, just look at Zach Blazak's numbers, man. It's just no. it doesn't pop off. I mean, the bad numbers pop off the page where he was three and twelve last year with a four point three one ERA on the road last year, two and seven with a four point eight three ERA. Um, did face the Oakland A's last year in one start, six innings. He did allow three earned runs and eight hits, um, only two strikeouts in that game. But James Caprillion last year. At home, he wasn't very good either. One in five with a 5.09 ERA. Uh, did face the Guardians twice last year. Only had seven innings um, combined in those two starts where he did allow six earned runs. Um, and I want to say both of those games ended up going over the total. Yeah, so the Guardians won seven to three. And then uh, in the June game, um, the Guardians won eight to four. So I think this might be an opportunity maybe for the Guardians offense to break out a little bit. Um, I know they weren't scoring very many runs this weekend. Um, completely went over my, I don't know who they played. Yeah, so they had the Mariners this weekend. Um, but I, I think this is an opportunity where I want to continue fading Caprillion, but I don't also don't want to back Zach Plezak because he could blow up as well. So I think I'm just going to back the offense here. Maybe take a first five team total over for the Guardians or maybe a full game team total over for the Guardians as well. But I couldn't bring myself to bet on Zach Plezak at a minus 165 price at home. Or sorry, on the road. I mean, he's just been so bad. Yeah. And I think this this lineup, not lineup, this uh, pitching staff is really hurting missing Tristan McKenzie for the first month, month and yeah. a half as well. So they, they don't want to rely on a guy like Zach Plezak. Even Aaron Savali as well. I don't think yeah. he, he's a guy you want to back either. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, I think we have two games left on the schedule here. Let's go to let's go to San Diego. Uh, Diamondbacks uh, are going to be headed from LA to uh, San Diego to take on the Padres. Seeing uh, Nelson and Weathers are going to f- uh, face each other in this game uh, for the Diamondbacks, and then, like I mentioned, Weathers for the Padres. Looking at the opening lines. For this game, I'm currently seeing that the Padres are a minus 145 favorite, plus 125 on the money line for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Total is at eight and a half. A little bit of big towards the under at minus 115. Um, I'll start with Nelson here, the starting pitcher for the Diamondbacks. Uh, last season, I believe this was a guy that they had called up at the end of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, he only had three appearances last season. Shockingly enough, two of those appearances were against the Padres last year, where he did have one really good start in San Diego last year. Seven innings, four hits, didn't allow any earned runs. He did have seven strikeouts, but then he did face a Padres at home about two weeks later, September 18th, um, in Arizona, where he went five and one-thirds of an innings pitch and allowed three earned runs in that game, four runs overall. Did have four walks in that game as well. Um, And then the the other team that he did face last year was the Dodgers, um, where he also had a really good outing against them. So not a lot of uh, information on Nelson here again, but those are two starts against the Padres last year. One really good start, one really bad start. Um, 
For the Padres, we have Ryan Weathers, who's on the mound last year. He had a ERA of 9.82, and that was only because he played or pitched only in one game last year for the Padres. Four earned runs and three and two-thirds of an inning pitched against the Cubbies. Now, fortunately for the Padres in that game and for Weathers, uh, the Padres actually won that game 19-5. to So um, not a lot of data for him uh, last year. Let me see if this goes back any further. Uh, 2021. He was four and seven with a 5.32 ERA at home, two and five with a 6.16 ERA. Did face the Diamondbacks in 2021 in about four appearances and in two starts, eight innings. He allowed six earned runs, three walks, and five strikeouts only. I think this might be a game, uh, Dylan, where we may see the offenses break out a little bit, especially for the uh, for the Diamondbacks here. I think there's an opportunity where it's a, maybe a buy low situation for the Diamondbacks as far as them putting up some runs here. Nothing official for me, but that's the way I would lean. I would need to dig in a little more on it, but I would lean with a uh, with a Diamondbacks team total in this game, but I couldn't bring myself self to a side or a total here. Anything that you do like between the Diamondbacks and the Padres? Yeah, nothing official either, but I do lean the Padres here at home. I made them a minus 150 favorite. You know, they finally got the bats working uh, Saturday night. They broke out for eight runs. Uh, They're winning today, 3-1. So I agree uh, with the total. I made it 8.8. So at 8.5, I do see some runs. I think uh, the Diamondbacks, they could be sneaky. You saw them break out even against the Dodgers with a lot of runs as well in the first series. So uh, that's the only way I really play it. Maybe in a money line parlay as well, the Padres, but I like the over as well yeah i'm not going to argue against it here uh for, with with that um let's see here last game of the night we have the colorado rockies they are headed to dodger stadium to take on the dodgers uh looking at the probable pitchers for this game i am seeing ryan feltner for the rockies and then michael grove is going to get the start for the dodgers minus 230 on the money line for the Dodgers and plus 195 for the Colorado Rockies. Um, start here with Ryan Feltner. Not been very good um, against the Rockies is when I was uh, handicapping this game. But last year, he had a record of 4-9 and nine with a 5.83 ERA um, on the road last year. For the Rockies, he was 2-5 and five with a 5.73 ERA. Wasn't very good. Better at home at Coors Field with a two uh, four record with a five point nine five ERA against the Dodgers in his career here. Dylan, he is actually uh, really good one and zero with a one point nine three ERA. Six strikeouts and two appearances against the Dodgers in his career. He had one start last year on September fourth. Sorry, October fourth. Uh, six innings. He did allow two earned runs. Had two walks in that game, and then um, an earlier start uh, back in July twenty. Uh, 29th last year three and one thirds only allowed three hits didn't allow any earned runs in that game uh, like i mentioned michael grove is going to start here for the um dodgers last season for him here wants to cooperate uh last year uh, one and oh with a 4.60 era had 24 strikeouts 10 walks in that game sorry 10 walks in in, in the season uh, on the home field last year, one and zero with a five point zero three ERA. That's over nineteen and two third innings for Michael Grove. Um, he did face the Rockies last year, where he did get rocked in five innings, allowed four earned runs, uh, over five innings, six six hits. Uh, two of the f- six hits that he allowed were the home run ball. Two walks in that game, also three strikeouts. I feel like there may be some value here on the Rockies here. We did back them, or at least I backed them on opening day against the Padres. I think this might be another opportunity where they can steal one early here for um, their team. I'm going to take the plus $2 price here, man. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on that. I think they can steal one here against the Dodgers. I know it's a travel spot for the Colorado Rockies going from San Diego to LA. Not a huge flight, but again, it's still a travel situation. 
But I think they can steal one here, man. Plus 195 on the money line here. I'm going to back the Rockies here, man. Am I crazy or what do you think about this game? No, I don't think you're crazy at all. You know, just as a game where the lines are just too high, especially if you do lean with the Dodgers, I did make them a minus 235 favorite. But like you mentioned, excuse me, the Rockies, they've been pesky as an underdog in their first series against the Padres. They're hitting better than I thought, at least. So, you know, I'll give them that. But... I don't know. I just feel like the Dodgers, they should take care of them. They are tied 1-1 right now with the Diamondbacks. So Diamondbacks are giving them more than they could handle. So, yeah, at plus $2, man, it, it wouldn't. I wouldn't advise against it. Throw a little fire on the Rockies. I do like them. Yeah, they've won. They won the first two games in the series against the Padres. Yeah. So they dropped the one on uh, Saturday night where they have uh, – the Rockies had Jose Urena pitching for them. He blew up within that first couple innings. Uh, they are trailing right now three to one against the Padres, so they they are going to split the series if barring a comeback from the Rockies. But I think this might be a spot where they can steal one here um, at a, at a close to two dollar price. Again, definitely shop around or maybe even wait because I feel like there will be money uh, that may push this number up to a two dollar plus price for the Rockies here. So I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on the Rockies uh, in this game. Um, anything else for this game, Dylan? No, as for the total, I think it's spot on around nine. I made it at 8.9, so nothing really there. But yeah, I can't I can't go against going with the Rockies here, especially getting over two dollars. Yeah. All right, that is gonna be the 15 games on the schedule for Monday. Let us close it out strong here, D Rock. Uh, why don't you lead us off with your lock and dog for the Monday schedule? All right. Uh, we'll start with the dog. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Rays minus one and a half on the run line. You're getting plus money, plus 115. We're just going to keep fading the Nationals here. You know, the Rays, I, like you said, their their pitching staff is probably one of the best, if not the best in the majors right now. And I just think the Nationals are going to have a tough time producing runs in this series. So I'm going to take the Rays here on the run line at plus 115 for my dog. And I really liked the under nine, uh, the under eight and a half when it was still available for the Twins Marlins at seven and a half. I'll still take it. I set my total at 7.3. So my lock's going to be Twins Marlins under seven and a half. Uh, Twins did both games ended two to nothing against the Royals. So I I think we see a, I think we see a pitcher's duel in this one. And I I don't really trust your, uh, the Marlins to produce a lot of runs unless maybe Arias goes off again, maybe a hitting prop as well. But other than that, I think we see a pitching matchup between uh, Cueto and Molly. So I'm going to go under seven and a half as my lock. All right. All right. For my lock, um, I am going to fade Charlie Morton and back the bats here for the Cardinals. I see a three and a half for their team total tomorrow against Uncle Charlie Morton and the Braves for the Cardinals. So I'm going to take the over three and a half team total runs for the Cardinals. It's at minus 125 right now. I talked about the numbers now. Bad Uncle Charlie has been against the Cardinals in his career, um, and especially on the road last year where he was really bad, three and five with a five point seven two ERA. Like I mentioned in his career against the Cardinals, just three and twelve with a five point three three ERA uh, in St. Louis. Like I mentioned, one and five with a five point eight five ERA. And he did have one start last year against the Cardinals in St. Louis where he allowed four earned runs just uh, within those first five innings. So. Hopefully that's a repeat performance of what he did against the Cardinals last year, and I can get to the this line by the fifth or sixth inning. So I'll take the team total over for the St. Louis Cardinals, three and a half. For my dog, um, I do like the Royals as a home puppy at plus 115 with Brady Singer on the mound. Um, what was my other look? Also did like the Rockies. You know, I'll, I'll go with the home puppy and the Kansas City Royals tomorrow with Brady Singer on the mound, plus 115 on the money line. I don't think Jose Barrios should be a road favorite in any capacity, um, or at least even at a minus 135 price. I would understand a minus 110 price, but Brady Singer, I think we all agreed on the pod, and, and you and I agreed, Dylan, that he is the best pitcher for this Royals team. And it's probably not even close. I mean, last year he had a 10 and 5 record. He was really good at home for the Kansas City Royals, where he was 8 and 2 with a 2.76 ERA. Um, so I think that I'm going to continue uh, backing him here 
I know this is a travel situation for the Blue Jays as well, going from St. Louis to Kansas City. Kansas City stayed at home with their opening weekend series against the uh, Minnesota Twins, but I'm a back better pitcher here, in my opinion. Fading Barrios on the road where he was atrocious last year, so I'm going to take the Kansas City Royals plus 115 on the money line as my dog for um, for the Monday games here, Dylan. Love it. Love it. I love the Royals. They were my close second to be the dog of the day, but I can't pass up fading the Nationals and plus money. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to get that down. I'm going to get down on that uh, sooner rather than later because that number, I'm pretty sure, is yeah. going to move to a minus price by the time we get to uh, the first pitch for the race and the Nationals. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast for the Monday games. Uh, Dylan, anything else we need to mention before we get out of here, bud? No, uh, just stay patient. We're coming out with a lot of content uh, this season. So, uh, yeah, just like, share, subscribe, and uh, tell friends to tell a friend. Yeah, like Dylan said, um, if you're watching live, if you haven't already smashed that like button for us or also subscribed to the MLB Gambling Podcast YouTube channel, do that for us, please. Um, We're going to be here at least Sunday through Friday. Uh, Usually we try to go around the same time every day, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So maybe you want to lock it into your schedules or, you know, if you're subscribed, you'll get that notification um, that we are going live. So if you're not able to even get to the uh, live YouTube stream, just go and make sure to subscribe on your podcast player whether that's on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, wherever you may get your podcast. And if you haven't already, leave us a rating and review. Uh, we did get an interesting one. I'm going to leave that to Malcolm to read out tomorrow uh, because he did take some offense to it, but I'll, I'll let him explain himself tomorrow. Um, we'll be back tomorrow in some type of capacity, so look out for us then. Make sure to follow Dylan on Twitter at Rock with 2 Ks R O C K K 24 Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. But again, more importantly, follow the MLB Gambling Podcast YouTube uh, account at MLBSGPN. All right, good luck with your bets here. Uh, Let's break these books off and let it ride.